Hello! Hi, hi, Harley. What what was that banjo that suddenly popped in through there? I don't know. <laughs> it was the start of my latest joke. It, what's, what's that? Why did the... Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Interrupting banjo. Interrupting banjo. Oh, I pressed uh, the wrong button again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Harley and Josh show, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't lost it. The truly professional podcast and radio show. Exactly. <laughs> Um, this week we are talking about fake streams on Spotify and Justin Bieber instigating some. Uh, we've, we're going to be uh, talking about Australia's bushfires and how that's affecting radio censorship at the moment. Ooh. Whilst also having music from Parilla, The Verdicts and Sunscream. And we, we actually have a special guest in the studio. Oh, yes. We do. Yes. <laughs> She's like, please don't look at me. <laughs> Shout loudly. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> Okay. This, 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 yes, this is Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Uh, thank you for for being here with moral support, mostly. Um, but you know, Harley, we won't make you say too much. I promise. <laughs> this is all lies. <laughs> um, Harley, what'd you do? Banjo. It's the first time I've heard that today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord. it's great. Anyone listening to the podcast won't have a clue what we're talking about. Yeah, um, cool. I've had a like. I've had four days of heavy rehearsal. Heavy rehearsal. Yes, uh, I've been rehearsing for the... Uh, Black metal band. Yeah, heavy rehearsal. Good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been rehearsing for my uh, upcoming sh- ferry ship job. Nice. Um, yeah, I know. You, you tried not to there, I you? keep going to say cruise, and it's not a cruise. Although do they You were trying to say ship job. Ship job, yeah. And that's that's that opens it up could, to could go up really to wrong. way more wrongs. Um <laughs> Right. So we, uh, yeah, we've been getting ready to uh, do that, and all is good. Yeah. Uh, Anybody in the in the band that you don't know? Uh, yeah. So it's me and Matt Hurrell that we've spoken about before. Hobbs. Uh, Dan Dyson on drums. Now I've met him once before when we were preparing for another job. A I hope he doesn't ago. suck. He is very good. Oh, I see what you did. <laughs> Sorry. But he is generally very good. I bet, yeah. Um, uh, and we've got a singer called Kat. I can't remember her last name, but she is absolutely wonderful. Brilliant. Lovely, uh, lovely singer. Um, they're all very easy to work with, which is always good. Helps. You never really know what how easy they are going to be when going in blind, like something like that. How long is the contract? Uh, seven weeks. Seven weeks. So, okay. yeah, you need I to be able to know A4. that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, like, just trying to... Like, you know, get on with people that yeah. you've never met with and then hanging out with them for seven weeks. Yep. Yeah. It's we're gonna, all order, man. We're taking a lot of card games. Um, yeah. We're, you uh, know, just going to hate each other on the first night. Yes. You made me pick up four. I'm never playing the Osaka again. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's great. We've, uh, like, we went through some of like, the logistics about how we're going to kind of do stuff and uh, what we'll do whilst we're there. Uh, apparently, it's a really relaxed, really relaxed ship and uh, quite laid back in terms of how you do stuff. Don't give a ship. Yep. They don't. Um, and they, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. It is a dry ship, so we are, <laughs> yeah, when I say that, it sounds different to what I meant, and I'm now realising that it sounds different. Yeah, it does, yeah. What do you think I mean by dry ship? I think ship? there's no alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah, that's Amazing. it. Uh, obviously, customers who want to board the Heart of Rodham, uh, on a and come see us play, Right. Uh, you're more than welcome to drink to your heart's content, uh, but... 
uh, as staff, we are not allowed to drink at all. Oh, right, yeah, same. Yeah, that's what I had uh, to do on my old contract as well. Yeah, I know some places they're a bit more lenient on stuff like that, but they were like, apparently they're very strict on that because, yeah, you know, imagine. we might have to save someone's life um, because we're part of the, the kind of the safety crew. So we're going to be, you know, we can't be stumbling around and doing that any more so than we usually do. Yeah, yeah, so, that's going to be cool. I mean, it, it, from speaking from experience, um, just the the fact of that a lot of these things have gyms on them. Yes, is great. So is, yeah, is, is there a gym on yours? There's a gym on ours. Yeah, Apparently, it's you not can get a bit stagnant. Yeah, otherwise. it's fairly basic. Um, I will be doing that a lot, I think, because Good. you know, eating lots of food because yeah. you uh, will. And there's yeah, because. The, what was what it was like on the in the sort of the the, the, the cruise quarters and stuff was that uh, the the food there is mm. great, but it's not particularly healthy. So you, just, no, you kind of because I, I started off doing it and I'd just be like, right, I'll have a bit of everything then. Yeah, and then I started looking at just how much grease was bubbling to the top. I'm like, oh, I need to do some exercise. Yeah, you you uh, ages ago gave me a mantra to live by, um, which was about the gym. Okay, and you were like, because uh, I was just saying, oh, I just can't be bothered. And you were saying, see, the problem is when I say I can't be bothered to myself, that means I literally have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever said, oh, you know, I really can't bother today, then I'm like, that means I have to go. There's, yeah. You can't get out of it. Yeah. Um, it kind of forces you to kind of do it. And then even if you can't be bothered and you don't say it, it means you have to go a little Just bit as flip well. Flip it, yeah. But you're always you're always allowed to do, like, um, I w another rule I have, it's, it's okay to half-hog things. If you're Half really hulk. not in the mood, just go and be in the zone. It be in the the area. Half Hulk. So like the top of your body just goes green and muscular, or just the bottom half of your body goes green and muscular. Well, what would half, you prefer? Do you half have hog. So half um, hog. I think yeah. said Hulk. Half <laughs> Hulk. What would you prefer? Uh, <laughs> left side. Left side. Just the left side. It <laughs> just goes green and massive. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just carrying this really I'd, limp and useless other side. I'll just imagine gross. Hulk running around in circles because one leg's so much longer <laughs> than the other. <laughs> That'd be hopping. <laughs> Uh, we've got off topic, Harley. Um, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, so, Harley, Hulk you, stamp. Ooh, you you have had uh, a a great idea. What? I have. Um, um, about uh, what to do uh, about the sort of what we're going to do this year. So, yeah. you you've come up with a I, musical bucket list. I can't say that I've come up with this idea because oh, was it Charlie? It was Charlie's idea. <laughs> Round of applause for our live yeah. studio audience. So. This this was Charlie's idea, um, and I really like this uh, of making a a a bucket list for the year. Mm -hmm. Now we were talking about just generic things that we wanted to do. Um, if you have a bucket list of things you want to do for your whole life, it's easy to put stuff off and off and off, and then you're like for a lifetime, yeah, yeah. And like, I haven't done that. Ah. So <laughs> and a dead. Am I right in saying you limit yourself to it? Go. What do I want to do this year? Uh, and if the list gets too big, you're like, well, maybe not do that this year. We'll make me this mm. year. But uh, like have three kids. Yeah. So maybe not a year. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, that unless unless you all know you're prone to triplets, it's a lot more doable. Musical joke. Baby, a baby, a bit. No. A baby, a baby, a baby. Yeah. Okay. So what's number one on the bucket list? My bucket list. So my musical bucket list. Okay is to write some original music. Amazing. Now, this is going to be made much easier for me whilst I'm on the ship because Good. we're going to be working evenings and we'll have a whole day time to ourselves. Mm -hmm. That gives me a lot of time to think, do stuff. I'm going to take some microphones with me. Mm. Um, do some stuff in Rotterdam as well. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to just... Uh, 
well, I'm going to spend as much spare time as I can kind of just being creative and doing mm. stuff because I'm really bad at giving my, making the time for mm. myself to go. Because if you've got a job to do and you might go, this takes this long, but when you're being creative, there's not really a time scale on it. Mm. Uh, so it's really hard to go to, especially someone like myself who tries to keep quite busy to go, I'm going to put aside four hours of creative time. Mm. Whereas in this space, I can kind of push myself and go, yeah, four hours or eight hours of daytime where I can go and just yeah. shut myself in and uh, do some writing, do some recording, do some producing, whatever I want to do, and just hopefully come out with something that's some. Well, yeah, come out yeah. with something. I don't. Well, that care. should be like a like a couple month bucket list then, because you're going to get yeah. that done. Pretty sure. Well, yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, like I, my thing is, I, I'm too hard on myself. I always kind of. I, throw away ideas uh, before they get good. So my mm. th- goal is to come up with something, literally anything. Mm. And um, my second one is to release music, which Ooh, is going to be slightly one. harder to do. Well, it's not actually, that'll probably be because, easier. Well, once it's... Put it on DistroKid, done. Oh, yeah. But I, again, I'm very Other hard on streaming my... purposes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, are available. I'm hard on myself, so I'm, it's well and good me making something, but something that I'm confident I can share with the world may right. be harder. But um, Oh, that's the easiest bit, man. That's the easiest bit. I've released so much bad music before. You have. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, hey! I can say it! Um, yeah, but no, like, it's, it, takes, was, it takes not much. That was comedy value. I, I love all your music. <laughs> it was great. It's great. Especially You're the stuff that man. I play on. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, it's, it's the... It, it, you can literally do it so easily nowadays. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and not only just, you know, you can do the whole put it on DistroKid, put it on TuneCore, put it on CD Baby and it'll go everywhere. You've also got Bandcamp and SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, you know, or was YouTube. it Big Cartel, that kind of stuff. YouTube, exactly. So, you know, there's, it's so easily to just go, ah, it. Yeah. I'm putting it out. Um, yeah. And I do that so often. Most of the time, uh, that's when I've released stuff. That's what I've done. I'm just going, ah, screw it. Yeah. Going out. No, fair, fair. <laughs> so Maybe you, I should you do, that. do that. You could do that. Force myself into it. Um, okay, and one thing I want to do is book another abroad gig with Chart Attack. New Year's was great. We want to do more of that, see more of the world, and be able to do it with the band, with our friends, you know, which is really great kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we, it's a great idea. I think with this gig, we should hopefully get some good promo to be able to get allow ourselves to do more stuff like that. I don't know whether we'll be able to book a gig, whether we'll be going out this year, but if we can oh. book a gig to mean we can go out next year... Um, and see some more of the world, even if it's just France. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be it's lovely. Just, sorry, French listeners. I'm just saying that because it's nearby. <laughs> just France. Just France. <laughs> That's, uh, don't worry, they're a global superpower, Harley. You know, just <laughs> overlook an entire culture. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not what I'm saying. I don't think we have any French listeners. He's just being I can frank. say what I like. Oh, <laughs> sorry. oh Frank, never mind. Um, so that is all a thing. Another one thing. One thing I want to do more with Chart Attack is gain more presence in the local area. What number is that, Harley? Uh, this is one, two, three, four, five. Number five. Number five. I've only got six. So, um, <laughs> Sorry, it's almost over, guys. Yeah, don't worry. Number five. Uh, Chart Attack, we've been doing loads of private bookings. We're doing really well on our private stuff, but mm. we want to try and gain some, uh, some more kind of uh, recognition and just um, presence in the local scene just to kind of reinforce that um, mm. and also play some really nice venues because uh, there lot, are loads of great ones out there. Um, you get a lot of really good 
private gigs from your agency, yeah. uh, they're quite far afield sometimes. Though, be, yeah. And that's one thing we've benefited from having a name on the local scene is the Lockabillies that we do get to play a lot of sort of local weddings and yeah. birthday parties. And then those people come back to our public shows later on. And that's yeah. a really nice feeling yeah. when you've sort of seen somebody you've been part of their you know, like mm. a big life moment of theirs, and then uh, and then they come back. So yeah. you know, hey, we didn't screw it up. That's it. Whee! That's always good. That's that's always what you hope for. Yeah. And uh, my final one is do more of the singies. The singies. Yeah. I is, that, st- is that is it an award show? Yeah. The yeah. singies. Yeah. Welcome to the singies. <laughs> yeah, you should totally uh, jingle. <laughs> <laughs> you should host the singies. Uh, no. <laughs> but like, I do a Ricky Gervais. Go, okay, go full Ricky Gervais on it. Ah, um, <laughs> oh, what a legend. So, yeah, um, I want to just sing more. I, I don't really do a lot of singing. I do backing vocals. I really enjoyed not doing backing vocals in the last couple of gigs I've done. Nice. And I've got the seven weeks on the ship where I'm not doing, I haven't even got a microphone, oh. uh, which I'm quite looking forward to because it means oh, I can yeah. just concentrate on playing bass, which suppose, is the thing yeah. I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but... I want to do a bit more singing just for fun. Not professionally. Uh, like I say, if I'm going to be writing, I'd like to be performing, recording my, myself sing, and good. hopefully get to a point where I'm you know, good at it. And the more I do it, the better I get, but I need to do more of it to get better. The recording part is very important, like yeah. you just said there, because if, if you get yourself recording parts and listening back to it, then you just end up with a much better idea of where you're going right and where you're yeah. going wrong. So I yeah. think that's a great idea, Harley. Is that all your bucket list? That is my bucket list. Uh, oh, didn't even bring a bucket. Just a, This kind of sounds like a bucket. Yeah, yeah buckety. That was it. Buckety. Yeah. Buckety. Um, uh, <laughs> buckety and like, MGs. Is, like, is this like Ice T's brother? <laughs> no, it's bucket, bucket tea. Um, it, or just a bucket of tea. Um, bucket tea and the MGs. It was actually coffee. Hey, ah. I like it. You the OG. Um, so, Harley, well done. I'm just... Oh, everybody in this room is so proud of you. Harley. Did stuff well done, buddy. Well done. Thank you. Uh, singies. Uh, all right, okay, cool. We're going to play some music for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this band are playing in Colchester over the weekend. Rather young lads. Young oh, lads. Well. Mm-hmm. In their sort of mid to late teens. Um, this is a track called You Believe by The Verdicts. Check it out and stick around for the gig list later on. You believe the fox on the side of the bus Favourite song That was The Verdict with You Believe You can stick around for the gig list to find out where they're playing uh, But that's also available on all the spotty fizzles Great energy to that Yeah, I like that Yeah, I mean, it's all about the hi-hats Just yeah. full-on forearms Just getting it's hardcore. Punch the air, punk. Yeah, hardcore punchies. Um, so, Harley, I'm going to talk about things. What did I do? Chill out. Did I tell you? <laughs> Calm down past me. <laughs> Good lord. Um, so, yes, I've actually had a really, really lovely week. Because um, no gigs. Um, started teaching again. Um uh, back at All Stars um, yeah. so I'm back with there tonight um, I'm actually doing that a lot I'm being much more involved with All Star now this year okay. um, as they're opening a lot more schools Ashley yeah. Howard who usually runs everything um, is stepping back so he can do other schools so uh, I'm joining Rainer on Mondays to sort of run the session amazing um, so just yeah just to get be there through all, all of the um, all of the sort of the performance parts because hmm. as teachers we don't have to be there but we do stick around because we like to be able to give you love criticism. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the thing is there, like, you know, we sort of, we stick around. We're like, yeah, I'll give you a bit of criticism, but I'm not actually 
employed to be here right now so i don't have to yeah and i can just leave them to it whereas now like i'm gonna be <laughs> making sure that they get some serious criticism yeah in in, in good ways and in bad positive. ways so yeah um positivity um so i had that but the most interesting thing I've done this week um, has been researching for a 10-minute documentary I'm making for the BBC um, about the local Ipswich music scene and what needs to happen to sort of give it some extra vitality. Um, so I've been talking to some incredible people, doing some research on, on you know, the past uh, problems that we faced in the town, you know, venue closures, uh, upping of rates and, and difficulties with, uh, you know, council taxes and things like this mm. and landlords that have been a problem for venues. Um, but also, you know, what could actually be suggested by professionals uh, that could help. So I've been talking to Webby from ICR, who's actually on the radio right now. Nice. Um, don't touch that dial, but you know. Hi, Webby. Uh, <laughs> hi, Webby. Um, hi, he, yeah, he, he basically just streams this show while he's talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, then also after I spoke to Webby, I spoke to Angel, uh, manager of IO Radio, yep. but also uh, who has, you know, she's on BBC Music Introducing and has her own stuff, ANG. Um, so both of those people, professional musicians and promoters. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Bronwyn the next day on Thursday. I was actually sat in this room with Bronwyn oh, and Dan Oton as well. Okay. Um, and talked to them about, you know, as working musicians and a successful band from the locality, you know, what's helped them, but what's um, also, you know... Hindered. Yeah, hindered them, what they needed. Um, after that, I got to speak to... Uh, th see... The great thing about this was that I, with with no pretense, apart from, you know, recording them a little bit, I just sat and had a chat with some very knowledgeable people mm. that I also am friends with, just about the Ipswich music scene and, and their history in it. And it's just been so interesting just listen to their points of view uh, and just to hang out yeah. as well, which is nice. Because most of the time we just chat uh, when we're at gigs and things like this. Yeah. And that's very, very uh, much the case with Jason Whitaker, who is uh, the owner of Antigen Records. Yes. Um, super glue, Dings Khan. Yep. Um, now, I sat down with him at uh, the Brewer's Arms just over the road oh, nice. uh, with Andy Martin and with Matt Catling as well, who's also playing yep. his show at the moment on IO Radio. Um, just literally just talking about um, the past, uh, what they've done in the past as, as you know, people, you know, that have been making their careers on, on the music industry uh, and what could happen before. And there's been some really amazing points and I'm not going to give them away now. I, would, because, I can't wait to hear that. Is yeah. it an audio documentary? Yes, it yeah. will be, yes. So uh, while you're away, <laughs> I'm going to air it on our show. Okay. Um, it's, it won't be a, a suitable replacement for you, but it will mean I'll, I'll be talking less in physically <laughs> there were people who still hear me talking um so yeah it, it was just really really great to to sit down with these people hear their points of view hear a bunch of stuff that i didn't know about um and so which will inform the documentary um it's again it's only 10 minutes and i got about 10 minutes of discussion out of each of them so um oh i also spoke, also spoke to paris robbo as well uh local hip-hop artist okay um, yeah. and he is a videographer as well um as well as uh he he will help, help people produce their own tracks in london he, yeah he gets about but um i needed a voice from the hip-hop scene yeah. uh because they don't have much <laughs> at the moment no no so um yeah it's great um i can't wait to show this to you guys so uh if you've got any specific thing you want me to discuss in this documentary please do let me know uh you can tweet me at lockabillies or you can let us know on the harley and josh show page facebook.com slash harley and josh show or let us know in the comments yeah you know what um but all right all right okay i'm gonna just talk about um you know 
what we should like, you know, be doing for this like whole year, I suppose. Yeah. That, you know. That, that's a yeah suitable jingle. So I'm I'm pretty much just going to copy you, Harley. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. I, by all means. <laughs> right. Well, so I mean, uh, everybody I've, wants to be like Harley. Everybody does like Mike. Um, <laughs> Shake your head as you're saying that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. No. Um, so yeah, uh, I've, I'm going to stick with you with the writing stuff. Yeah. Um, because it's very important. I, I'm narrowing it down a bit more. Okay. Uh, because I have um, already kind of. Uh, gotten myself into a lot of projects <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, yeah so i've got uh the black swan uh who are the metal band is that a thing we're doing still? we're writing stuff oh wow so we used to do a lot of covers of like famous old metal songs throughout the ages um and we used to do a monthly slot at the swan before it closed down um so we won't be able to get any good gigs that pay the money that we need mm-hmm. uh to make that viable but those guys you know How rich you dan it's rich dan tom and me okay um and i and uh don't grammar grammar church was coming back um and uh, yeah, so we just need to write stuff. We're not putting loads of pressure on it. We're just like thinking like every once in a while because we really enjoy jamming together. Yeah. Uh, getting together and just writing a really cool song, releasing it. Um, if people want us to gig, then we'll gig. But it's yeah. just, um, you know, writing with people and getting milestones. I think that's what we need. You've been a lot, I've noticed more recently or over the last year, you've been doing a lot of co-writing, I think, which is it's really good. Like you've, I mean, in that's, the past, you've it's it's been you to do your thing but mm-hmm. you've kind of you've surrounded yourself with a lot of musicians that allows you to do that kind of co-writing really well I think that's a, it's a very important thing to do because if you literally just listen to your own ego uh, there's nobody to keep you in check Yeah, um, and you seem to just think everything you write is great but then <laughs> it's not because <laughs> as I said earlier I've released a lot of awful stuff um, so yeah I think that's that's sort of point two there is to collaborate a lot more this year so bucket list part two and listen yeah exactly listen stuff yeah um, so uh, I've got so I'm, I'm writing stuff with the Black Swan I'm writing stuff with JS and the Buccaneers my pirate band um, we've just recorded some other stuff nice. uh, the other day with Rich which just sounds really good um, uh, Webtunes HQ which is actually recording stuff with Hope Ahead at the moment yes we've played I've, on the show. popped in on pirate their session the other day ah, very nice. nice with an sm7b is it yeah, yeah yes mm, look at you need to get it back <laughs> <laughs> filthy man stealing things um so yeah uh, buccaneers i'm also uh doing stuff for the locker police it's that's point three here is to finish my concept album Ooh. that i've been teasing for about three years um <laughs> just the stories there just need it scripted etc 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 and to really finish it off so it's going to be it's it's going to be biblical. Uh, it's going to be bib- in the words of Gerard Butler. Um, so yeah, uh, that's it's not actually a biblical concept album. But no. it's the Bible billies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, we're doing that. Uh, I'm also uh, I had a project a couple of years back with uh, friends of mine, uh, Ashley Paul, who was the drummer yeah. for Stratosphere and Murray Collins, where we wrote some sort of stony, stonery, doomy, atmospheric metal songs. Um, on uh, for for a friend and we just basically recorded an album released it up on Bandcamp and but while we were all living separately uh, okay, so yeah. now Ashley lives in Australia and I contacted him a little while back just to say are you alive because there's been a lot of bushfires which oh, we'll get to a bit later on um but uh he's fine good and I said to him are you in a band he's like no I've I've, I've barely got my drums out for the last, you know, two years I've been here, I'm just like, mate, we need to change this. So we're going to write some stuff, nice. uh, you know, in um, in absentia. So that'll be really fun. 
Uh, and yeah, there's loads more of it. I mean, uh, I'm releasing a YouTube series this year, part four. Um, yep. Well, this is part four of my bucket list. Um, so I've got my 10 minutes of, of tuition videos coming out soon. Well, I'm going to say give it a couple months for me to get it properly edited because it's the first time I've really edited something. Yeah. I'm using DaVinci Resolve and it's a, there's a learning curve there. <laughs> yeah. The thing is hard. Um, so yeah, that'll be my, my YouTube tuition stuff. So uh, stay tuned. YouTube tuition. Ah, nice. Yeah. I'm um, sure somebody's done that. Um so yeah, there's there's that. Uh, I just I just want to play. Uh, you know, what am I on part five now? Um, I want to play more festivals this year. Um, yeah. Just because the the fun of playing the crowd, but also being able to just wander around these mm-hmm. perfectly sculpted events that have just got everything you need there is is great, and it, it really gives you sort of this out of body experience sometimes. How was your? Do you think? I mean, you you often do play a lot of festivals. Like last year, you did some festivals. Did you say? Do you think you did a a good amount of festivals last year? Yeah, we yeah. rammed them in. Was that um, was it a, a peak so far? Do you think a peak of quality? Okay, I think we've done more quant in terms of quantity. Yeah, but we've uh, there were there were bigger crowds last year. Yeah, and um, and yeah, bigger festivals. So awesome. so we just want more of that. I think um, more of these. Yeah, yeah, and there's 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 some there's been some. Some interesting developments, which I'm not allowed to talk about, but um, yeah. So it's, it's, next year's going to be this year's going to be good. Good. If I keep thinking I'm 2019, Charlie. <laughs> I have no idea what year it is anymore. Who's president? <laughs> <laughs> the actor. You, you don't want to know. <laughs> From Home Alone. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, right. Um, so yeah, the so I think that's probably it for me. Okay. From a bucket list, cool. to be honest. That's pretty good. You know, there's stuff to do there, um, but you know, stay tuned throughout the year to see us tick them off. Yeah. Or just tick you off because we're we'll, annoying people. We'll have a little jingle for when we tick anything off. <laughs> I might. At some point, I'm going to write some jingles while I'm away. Good. Hold, hold me to that. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> full, on, full on audio rebrand. You'll still be here on oh, the yeah. show, even though you're not here in the country. Um, so, all right then. So I'm going to shut up and play some music for you guys. Nice. We've got... Uh, Friends of ours, Sunscream, are playing this weekend as part of the washing machine in Berry St. Edmunds at the Hunter Club. Uh, stick around to find out who they're playing with. But for now, this is Take It Easy by Sunscream. Take it easy. That was Take It Easy by Sunscream. Uh, you can get that on all good streaming platforms. Uh, and if you can't, then it's not a good streaming platform, is it? Well, no, it's not. Let's get to the news. Justin Bieber instigating fake streams on Spotify and Australian bushfires changing radio plays. Here it is with Music News. Uh, That jingle's called Serious News and I mess it up every time. (laughs) It's just not serious enough. It's not serious enough. I'm not serious. We need to be more serious. I'm serial. So, Harley, in the wake of controversy over fake music streams of a French Montana song, the Instagram account of Justin Bieber instructed fans on how to game Spotify and iTunes in order to help Bieber's new single rise to the top of the charts. Uh, we've talked about fake streams before on the yeah. show, haven't we? Um, we, we? We talked about how there are just people that are completely unheard of, but they'll end up in your Spotify yeah. previously listened list. So yeah. if you're listening to this, there check out this. I, I'm going to point this out. I'm going to call, call, call Spotify out on this because there was an artist that I found right. uh, had made its way onto my um, All right. annual list and right. I would, like never heard of them before. Right. But they'd also found their way onto some other people's uh, music list as um, like best, most listened to. There you go. Your top songs of 2019. Now, one of the artists was, 
I'm gonna try and find this because it's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> that is really annoying. One of them was, there's great. There's so many songs on here that we teach. Oh uh, yeah, that's exactly it. That's what my yeah, my Apple Music is, is, might... is full up with. Is just like you know Old Town Road. Yeah, <laughs> I might and have like, actually deleted shake them. Shake it off which by shaking it. Really annoying. Yeah, I mean, Never it, mind. I mean, people yeah. do it, don't they? They 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 infiltrate your Spotify accounts so that they can get to the top of certain lists and get on playlists, which is dodgy, isn't it? So yeah. in a new in a now deleted five panel post, uh, the singer or more likely one of his representatives, um, as the caption speaks of Bieber in the third person. So yeah, that sort of gives it away. They reposted a fan's guide for boosting Yummy, which is the single, uh, on leading digital music platforms. Along with the post came the following caption, Justin really wants that number one and he is really excited about it and he said yesterday on his live stream, if you don't want to do any of that, it's totally fine, just ignore this post. This is tips for the people who actually want to do an extra effort. Douchey. Yeah, that's just... Mm. Just like forcing fans to just kind of like commit fraud, really. It's gross. It is just gross. So among the tips listed in the post was suggesting that users create a playlist with Yummy set to repeat and then stream this continuously overnight. Now, if you mute it, Spotify knows. So you have to have it playing. So okay. I'm just giving you tips now. Um, but yeah, so what's what people do? They just sort of put something on repeat. Yeah. Um, and then keep it on overnight if they get their fans doing it all. Then it puts it up to, to number one, which is dodge, isn't it? It's, yeah. Now, we've talked about this in the past. Wolfpack had done this, uh, which funded their first album. And yeah, that was also, I guess, equally as wrong. It shouldn't be mm. this different. But they were kind of the underdogs. And yeah. they were trying to make just trying to make some pennies to kind of fund their first album and their first tour, yeah. you know. And they that was that was their way of doing it that kind of, made 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 their career you know everybody loves a, whereas, a working class hero right yeah whereas you know good old jb i think he's doing all right mm, you know just a bit um so his his uh his his bank's okay right i say that i'm assuming his bank's okay i'm not his accountant so <laughs> because you know you never know I, yeah. i've always wondered like people who make all this money like because you can you you live the life you can afford so i wonder if like he's actually like actually just spending every penny he earns every day yeah every single day right, be right, isn't it? Yeah. I mean the interesting thing here is that they, those living outside the United States were actually instructed to use uh, a US based VPN because they were trying to get to number one in the States so you know people from different countries would mm. have to sort of like make you know trick Spotify to think that they were playing it from a computer in the US yeah. so that it would get to that and it would also be uh, doing it on YouTube as well because YouTube videos as yeah. of I think it's as of 2017 they now count to, the, to, another, yeah. to, to, the, to the charts so, yeah, I mean, they repost it on social media. I mean, it's just, it's kind of um, like mobilizing your fans to, to do the dirty work for you a little yeah, bit. So yeah. it, it's a bit distasteful, I think. Because if they were found to be paying a company to be doing that for them, I'm sure they would get into a lot of trouble. And it would be really not good to do that. But they, like I say, they're, they're as you say, they're arming the their fans to do it it's kind of going look what if we did it it'd be wrong it'd be illegal but if you did it it's fine yeah yeah exactly yeah because they're not going to catch you and also you know maybe i won't get in the in trouble for it yeah because you're the ones that committed fraud so. there, is this considered illegal at all is this fraud is this official I, or is it just I one of those things that's that just... is fraud yeah i think that i mean i think it it should be sort of counted as fraud yeah. because it is kind of gaming something rather than actually using it for 
what it's intended for. Yeah. I mean, you know, like Spotify are, you know, morally fine in this because <laughs> they're underpaying millions and millions of musicians. Yeah, I suppose but, it's not going to make millions. money out of it. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's still like, you know, eye for an eye, make everybody deaf, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's... Oh, wait. What? <laughs> ear for an ear. What? Make everybody blind. What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? Who knows anymore, Harley? <laughs> what? Um, so yeah, uh, Harley, 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 Harley. Yes. I, I, you know, get everybody to 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 talk about it, right? Yeah. Everybody, listen in. What do you think? Tell us, because think... hey, I mean, I'm not sure if we're the sort of show that would have particularly many Justin Bieber fans. <laughs> Um, so I feel like we've got somewhat of a biased opinion, but <laughs> if it was any artist doing that, would that be okay or yeah. would that be wrong? I think take out the who right. and look at the act and... Uh, well, so everybody but the who can do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, none of that. None Talking of that about Townsend. the boomer generation. Yep. So, yeah, all right then. Uh, Harley, let's talk about our Australia story, shall we, mate? I brought back this morning. Right. Jingle. <laughs> Lively, mate. Nice. So, uh, Australian radio stations are banning songs mentioning fire, burning and heat. Now, this is sort of, you know, in response to the fires that have ravaged Australia. Yeah. Um, which it's being reported that some radio stations in the country are banning songs that contain lyrics that reference fire, burning and heat. So... I don't know. This this just sounds a bit... The, the quote says, Out of respect for the dev devastation impacting so much of our community, we have removed any songs that could be considered insensitive or in poor taste across both the Hit and Triple M networks nationally. So that's not all stations. It's just kind of like, if you imagine like Capital Radio owns yeah. a bunch of different stadiums, mm. you know, radio stations, etc. Um, you know, the, the kind of the... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Southern Cross Austereo, which right. runs the Hit and Triple M in networks. Um it's so it's not all of them, but some of them are okay. are saying like no, you know, and uh, this made me think. Okay, that doesn't put a lot of faith in the listeners. That I mean, it's a horrible thing that's happening to them. But I don't. Well, I guess maybe I don't understand PTSD enough to know that you know if you've just been part of a fire and somebody you know plays fire. I think I bid you to burn. You're not gonna. Are you I gonna guess lapse? depends where the cutoff is on that. Right. You know, if there's a song, um, you know where the references the word hot you know which i'm sure there are plenty of pop songs out there that will talk about something being hot and that's fine but then if you're sitting there looking out your window and there's actually a fire and suddenly goes feeling hot 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 da, 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 feel, and you're like really really that's that's not cool that's just but there again i mean surely there's some, yes it is mate it's like it's not okay, mate. Yeah, uh, I suppose. But I mean, like, or just people just don't want to hear it. Like, they don't like. It's not a great song, is it? Well, no. <laughs> That's it. It's just an excuse to to to, to like take out subpar songs off the playlist. <laughs> um, yeah, but so they've got songs uh, that they said that they wouldn't play, which would be uh, "This House Is On Fire" by ACDC, Fair. Uh, "Fight Fire With Fire" by Metallica, "Set Fire to the Rain" by Adele, um, "Never See the Rain" by Tones and I. What? I don't know. Never see it. the rain. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Beds are burning by Midnight Oil. Fire starter by The Prodigy. This wheels on fire by Bob Dylan and the band. Firework by Katy Perry. Firework, really? That's yeah. that's not about a fire. That's know. about a firework. It just shows that I don't know. Like I I disagree with this because I think people are stronger 
than that. I mean, it, it, if you if you start to decide to be for people what they can you know what they can hear because I don't know you're, you're sort of being a bit too softly softly with them. Yeah. I don't think that people would have really been thinking about that unless that became news. Yeah, they, you've kind of ruined music for people that they're kind of using to I'd switch also off. About I think it. it's a bit silly that the band like officially come out with a statement saying they banned it. Like, yeah. surely they could go to the the guys who are picking the songs, making the plays, and go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't play that Cash song today. Yeah. Like, just, just we'll just skip that one. We'll, 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 we'll put on another song. Right. I mean, you know, it's obviously like, not an indefinite ban. Yeah. So it'll be until it's kind of cooled down, so to speak. Which, when will that be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, our thoughts go out to everybody that's in Australia being yeah, affected by this. Um, great. We gigged with a band uh, from Adelaide called the Lincolns. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, they haven't been affected. And I was talking to them about how it's affected their uh, sort of gigging, uh, yeah. you know, like how it's affected them getting to and from shows. Some venues have been affected, etc. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's a serious matter, mm-hmm. but I think this trivializes it. Um, yeah. Because they, you know, there was, what was it, Black Saturday? I think it was in 2009. I mean, it was a really bad fire, mm. and and Australia kind of bounced back, um, and it happens so regularly yeah. that everybody there is just like, right, well, we're going to get on with this, and we're going to get past it because we're strong and we we know how to deal with this now, yeah. uh, and we've learned from the past. And I think sort of belittling people's ability to hear a song and and ta- and you know keep it in its context, it's like yeah, wrapping them in cotton wool, yeah, and, you know. They, they can, they can process that themselves. Yeah. They can work, work, you know. But I guess you know you, you do have to play to the people that would be affected to it because there are vulnerable people. Um, and from a business point of view, if one person stops listening because they play a song that they don't like, yeah, that's one less listener. Yeah, you know? yeah it's true. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think you think they should, uh, you know, stop being snowflakes and get melted? Yeah. Is that a bad joke? Maybe should, maybe when we get our big snow. Uh, fall coming they should stop playing winter songs <laughs> it's not that it's i don't n- think it's comparable to <laughs> no no maybe if we had an ice age it might be yes but... i think so but i mean you know uh thoughts go out to everybody that that's been affected by this and yeah. uh, we hope everybody that you know that has been affected by this are safe um mm. so harley i mean is getting to that point in the show now well we've just got to talk about the <laughs> it's gig list time it is. It's talking about what's going on around here. Nice. So, Harley, I think you should start us off. Okay. Um, what's going on on Wednesday? So, this Wednesday at 8.30 at the Midweek Blues in town. Do you know where that is? No. Duke of York. Okay, Duke of York. I'm pretty certain. It's cool. I'm going to double check that. <laughs> we have Mark Harrison. Yes. Uh, we'll be playing. It's a nice early start for a midweek show. Uh, it be really nice to see uh, some midweek music going on, especially this time of year. There's not a great, great amount of gigs that happen. It's kind of nice to have some kind of stuff to do midweek. It's nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain that's the Duke. Um, yep. It's slightly annoying. This, we, we, we've ranted about this before. But we have. People on Facebook, put your band name and the location in the event title. Yeah. Uh, it gets so irksome when you're trying to figure out you know, extra clicks just to find things out. But yeah, um, Mark Harrison is an amazing uh, slide player. Um, he was a great storyteller as well. I saw him at uh, Stow Blues Fest last year. Uh, yeah, really, really interesting guy. Um, he's not from around these parts, but wow. I really recommend checking him out. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
we've also got The Verdicts, who we played earlier. Great band. Um, with their song with You Believe. You Believe. Uh, that is also available on iTunes, etc. Um, where they're playing with Sandcastle. Jesus! Uh, for some reason, that second word is in capitals. And, so. and the other one. Uh, uh, yeah, and Anorak Patch. Um, so they're, they're all three very uh, young bands that mm. are making great music. Uh, that's it. Colchester, that's at Three Wise Monkeys on Thursday. Um, I think people need to get to that show. I yeah. think, to watch three bands that are sort of, I'm, uh, some of them are like just turned teenagers. It's great. Uh, it's really up good. to sort of like, you know, mid to late teens. So yeah, making great songs. Uh, shout out to Luca and Oscar who came to uh, the rock schools and uh, just blew us away with their talent. Great. Um, Loads of passion. Well, I've tried to get the track from them because uh, they haven't released, they're, they're releasing a song for this gig. Oh, so, really? Okay. Anorak Patch, are called, I think it's called Beans. Nice. Uh, it's about beans. Oh, um, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, and, the, and the album cover is their dad in a poncho with beans. I love it. Hand. I love it. Yeah. That's, it's, I mean, what more do you need? It says it all. <laughs> exactly. It says it all. So, yeah, um, we will play that song. Uh, yeah. So, yes, yeah, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Great. Moving on to Friday, but staying in Colchester, we have the Laura Wyatt Band, Albu. <laughs> oh, album. <laughs> they miss out the end. <laughs> is that exactly how it is on the it's thing? Albu. Okay, so Laura White Band Albu Showcase with support, I'm assuming support, Adam Fer- Ferretti and Sophie Stewart. So yeah. that will be at Coda Colchester. It's a venue I still need to get to. I will get there one day. Oh, you'll love it. Um, it's like a bigger swan. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. It's really good. Yeah, old old place. It's a giant swan. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Laura Titan. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is... Uh, a. a yeah, Laura White Band, I checked them out. Um, they, they are releasing this new new album and they haven't released stuff before, so I didn't play anything um, okay, awesome. on the show today. So yeah, check that out. It's sort of folky, bandy influences. Love it. Love yeah. Um, on the Friday in Colchester, we have uh, Fire Sky, Elysium Sky. Go on. Are we allowed to mention Fire Sky with, with recent, recent events with uh, <laughs> Australia? No. Or? No, okay. Stop. <laughs> um, uh, and Perilla uh, they're set the Three Wise Monkeys uh, on Friday at 9 we're going to finish the show with some Perilla uh, it's all kind of like goth industrial metal and rock um, so that'll be an interesting gig to go to that's Friday at 9 o'clock at Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester nice there's a lot of Colchester stuff happening this week yeah, it's great. cool January the 18th which is is that Friday? that's Friday that is Friday we have no it's not it's Saturday it's Saturday my fault it's Saturday uh, we have Sunscream, who we've already played, yeah. Hurtling, Lemon Dags, Drukpa, Cunley, yep. and Stealing Signs, uh, playing at the Hunters Club in Bury St. Edmunds, starting 6 o'clock. It's a nice early start because there's lots of bands playing. Yeah. Get along to that. That it's sounds a, like a great lineup. It's a washing machine thing with Seymour Quigley. I love giving you the ones that are hard to say. Harley. You do. I'm so sorry. Albu Drupal Kungli. So, yeah, that's great. Um, Sunday, which is January the 19th, uh, we've got Mike Vernon and the Mighty Combo at the Ipswich Jazz Club. I believe that's the California Social Club. Nice. Um, that will be at 7.30 on Sunday. Mike Vernon, great player. If you like your Clapton, um, mixed okay. in with a bit sort of jazz. Uh, really, really great. Um, that is going to be, yeah, that, that Stephen Foster's putting that one on. So nice. he's going uh, to, uh, he lives, I think he comes from London. Um, okay. So not a local guy, but, uh, you know, a, a, a worldwide touring musician coming to Ipswich. Think Always. to be uh, supported, right? Yeah. And the last one, Harley, is. We've got a good friend of the show, James Nunn. He will be playing live at Isaac's on the Key. Uh, 
course, uh, it's, well, it's the first, I think it might be the first uh, band of the year they've Good got point, there. actually, yeah. Um, yeah. Three o'clock, they usually play three till five. Yeah. James is lovely solo acoustic. Yeah. Um, Loads of covers, really great voice, uh, mm. and some a really good, good sort of crowdy performer. Yeah, yeah. He 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 usually yeah makes friends. If that yeah, makes sense. you know he makes yeah. friends with you while he's got the mic. So yeah, uh, there's plenty of gigs going on, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you've got one that you think we've missed, please let us know in the comments, etc. And we can still do a shout out before the weekend because we this podcast will be going live on Thursdays. So um, I think before we go anywhere, we need to shout out a couple of people that have played the game today. Oh yeah. Um, our game. Uh, well, it wasn't so much a game, but it was more just asking people. Go on. What you Whilst you're loading that up, I just like to point out Danley Harvey. He's commented on. On our Facebook, if you want, if you are on our Facebook, you can wood, read wood. it properly. Um, uh, just saying, to give a shout out. Ipswich Music Network have their first meetup at the Steamboat during Independent Venue Week, Wednesday the 29th of January from 7 p.m. Well, that's not far. Uh, a couple of DJs, uh, Ben Horner and Ben Mar. Ben Mar, yeah, uh, are going to be doing um, a music documentary screening. Interesting. Um, and uh, library music, looking into the archives of some of the world's best uh, music composers and who made scores facelessly for TV, radio, and films. Nice. Uh, free entry, uh, networking events, so loads of creators, loads of creative types, artists, uh, performers, yeah. organisers, or whatever. Get along, make some friends, uh, and yeah. also just have a great evening with some great people, Dan being one of them. I think that's called Ipswich Musicians Meetup, or it's Ipswich Music Meetup, the, the group page. So yeah. if you are interested in knowing what's going on in your locality, uh, subscribe to this podcast, but also check out that Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of interesting discussion. So, so the game this week was, what is the worst slash most untrue music biopic film you've ever seen? I'll start, Go. All Is By My Side. The Jimi Hendrix one. Uh, I I really disliked that film. I li- I liked Andre 3000's portrayal of Jimi Hendrix. I got so, I was so looking forward to Andre 3000 in a film right. with playing Hendrix. I, exactly. I, like it promised so much. But it was it was so bad that the Hendrix well so untrue that the Hendrix family basically didn't let them use any Hendrix music for the film. Wow. So there's no Jimi Hendrix film. I mean there is Jimi Hendrix music in there, but it's all like kind of covers of stuff. Uh, or whatever so it's just yeah don't don't watch it <laughs> yeah so uh josh carr agrees with me uh but also says that uh, andre 3000 played him very well yeah um go on i've got kevin wolford uh talking about when val kilmer played jim morrison in the uh, uh doors movie right um he thought it was completely word i can't say on the air <laughs> <laughs> um although a lot of people seem to like it i didn't didn't i haven't seen it myself but he also Ended with a positive, saying one of his favourite was the Ian Drury movie uh, with Dobby the House Elf. Ian Drury, I'll just injury movie. <laughs> uh, Dobby what? the House Elf, or whatever his name was. Who played him then? Oh, no, no, he's thinking of the guy that played Gollum, it was Andy Serkis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dobby Gollum, I don't want to see that. Um, yeah, so that's an interesting one. Uh, Nigel Bowyer, hey dude, welcome back from Australia. Um, he says he... Did not well. He's not seen that many biopics, but he he didn't really like Bohemian Rhapsody. He thought it was poor, weak, poor, and only just worth the entrance money. A lot of people said, uh, yeah, Jeff Scrivener also said that it was very factually untrue, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah. that you know, people dislike that. A lot part of people of it. liked the movie, absolutely. Um, but I know a lot of people who thought because of its um, said Missing. it that they 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 
took some uh, liberties with the truth to tell a story yeah. to make it entertaining. Yeah, uh, and swap some things around. Yeah, also singing to the side of an RE twenty microphone when it's an end address microphone <laughs> did make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I did not think about that one. Yeah, there's a picture of it. It's brilliant. It's He's brilliant. singing Anyone... to the side of the mic, so the pickup pattern wouldn't even know he was there. No, no. <laughs> if you're uh, if you're technical mi- technically minded, find the picture. It's very funny. Silly. Um, Shane Kirk, good point here. Purple Rain. Yep. If I rocked up on a motorbike, jumped up on stage without a sound check or tuning up and left, <laughs> then off after one song, I'd get roasted. I'd like to see him try that. In the picker rule. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> if you just turn up on a bike and just be like, yeah. I mean, you are Prince, though, so. Prince you know. can do what he likes. Yeah, he can just, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's been some really good points there. Um, yeah, I, I found it quite interesting that, that there were more than one pe- person said that they didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Because all I've heard is 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 high praise. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think? Is there are there any music biopic films that you dislike? Uh, music biopic films that you think they should make that they haven't made? Um, yeah. Speaking of historical musical figures, R.I.P. Neil Peart. Um, we were we are Rush fans, so it's it's quite distressing to know that the guy that you think of as the guy that has the biggest drum kit anybody's ever seen, yeah, is now gone. Yeah, it's a shame. It is an absolute shame. A real influence uh, along amongst drummers and yeah, um, and yeah. musicians alike. Exactly. Yeah, um, and and a, and a great songwriter. I didn't realise he wrote so many lyrics for the band as well. Right, that I didn't know either. So yeah, I think uh, I will always. I will, I've said this before. I will still always refer to any drummer that has more than three toms or cymbals. Will always be like, all right, Neil Pert. Chill out. <laughs> nah, fair. Nah, yeah, fair. Exactly. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening today. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Charlie, for your company. I mean, thank you for being so well behaved. Yeah, <laughs> be so well. <laughs> Don't know that she's just been like you know just like you know yeah. shit talking us on Twitter this whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, fair. Are you, so uh, yeah, say bye, Charlie. Bye, Charlie. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you guys so much. We're going to play you some songs by uh, well, a song called Dance Floor Messiah by Perilla. Uh, see you guys soon. See you in like eight weeks or something. Oh, is this your last show before you go? Yeah. <gasps> Bye, Harley. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll be back next week, normal time, with somebody else who that is. I'll be somewhere in the middle of the ocean. Well, uh, hopefully on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the plan. Bye, Harley. Bye. Don't drown. <laughs> <laughs>